incredible new marketing programs today at Transmedia Worldwide. We've got some brand new music we're going to play for you here in just a few moments. Big Hooks and Remo the Hitmaker, right with you. It's produced by Remo the Hitmaker. The video was out on YouTube. You can stream this song on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, and DSP platform. Follow these talented and creative artists, Big Hooks and Remo, on Instagram at Big Hooks with a Z. And also, I know Remo, R-E-M-O. Or you can find them on Facebook at Big Hooks with a Z. And I know Remo and Twitter all the same. Right now, it's right with you. And it's here on our world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. Incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. Join Big Canna World on Indiegogo to help build a non-profit cannabis adventure park. With a focus on education and medical research, feel free to modify this and check out BigCannaWorld.com. Check it out today at Indiegogo.com. It's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search Big Canna World. It's coming soon. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Go give them some of your hard-earned money today. You know you're the best thing I ever had. You know you're the best thing I ever had. That's why I want to marry you. You make me a better man. Make me a better man So look no further 
it up, yeah, work em cake I put in all work it takes Working nights, working days I got slapped, I turn and face the other way The other cheek, but I give the energy they give I lead em, I'm not with the sheep I'm with the cheese, we rolling deep Get the cheese in the boring feel the breeze Bless the beat, yeah, they call the breeze They talk the most, I talk the least They make the least, I get the peas I buy the least Overseas. Overseas, I shine so bright yeah. they notice me. Hear them flames, yeah. you know it's me. Yo, none of them is cool as me. Old school, bad bitch, and some Jodeci. You mess with me, you can go to sleep. I go in, I roll my sleep. Sleeping on me, y'all asleep. I'm Freddy Krueger in your dreams. Got my shooters on the scene. This that music for the street. This the sound of my heart when it beats. Give my fam anything they need. Reclaiming my crown, get my king on Get my shine, get my shine, get my bling on Yo, they think that I will stop, I don't think so Let's call Mr. Josh Bernstein, the biggest star in the business. Forget about what you've heard. Forget about ferrets and jello fights. Forget about uh, gerbils and batting cages. Uh, forget about all the shenanigans. We are going to go to Josh Bernstein. Hell of a deal. And uh, we are going to get Josh Bernstein in here. And uh, before we, uh, why, why we're getting ready to do that... Uh, there is a lot of things happening today. Holy smokes. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I've got you. <laughs> Loud and clear, brother, that, 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 that this is going to be a fun one today. Um, I do like the ice immigration hat. <laughs> that is, that is pretty damn amazing. Oh, train the suave. That's a good one, too. Uh, Josh Bernstein. I got a t-shirt for everything. You got a t-shirt? I was, I was wearing a uh, dog face pony soldier. <laughs> you got a little bit of everything, baby. I found one. It took a while, but I found one. I found one, but it took a while. A dog holding a rifle, and he's wearing like some kind of revolutionary uniform. It says dog face pony soldier on it. <laughs> we are back live here with Josh Bernstein, uh, the amazing Josh Bernstein, and uh, there's a lot of things happening around the world. Um, we are going to have some some somber news at the end of this, but I do want to start with uh, this Flynn thing. Uh, that's the biggest story today. What, what do you make of this? Well, I first called for Flynn's complete dismissal back in uh, March of 2017. That was the first time I called for it. And by the way, I called for Ray, Christopher Ray's resignation, I believe the day after he was appointed. Okay? So I've been I've been right on a lot of these different things. Uh, look, you know, it could never stand up. Uh, the bottom line is he didn't do anything wrong. He was entrapped by James Comey. Uh, the investigation should have stopped, but then Peter Strzok said, no, 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 keep it going so we can try to hurt him even more. They bankrupted him. They threatened his family. They threatened to jail his son. And uh, they took advantage of the situation. And James Comey had committed a crime right on television when, he, when they said, why did you do it? He said, I, I put them in there. It was the chaos of a new administration. I figured I'd take a shot, see if they would talk to me. Then tells them not to even have an attorney present. Unbelievable what they did to him. And that's just the tip of the iceberg here. Uh, I'm hearing that Adam Schiff could be uh, in, uh, in some deep water. I actually covered Good that bad. about four months ago, in which I covered the fact that he actually um, withheld exculpatory evidence, which is a crime, in his own impeachment hearing trial. Uh, wow. And so, you know, he wouldn't allow certain witnesses. I mean, he broke the law there as well. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, I mean, as long as Christopher Ray is there, 
I'm not that hopeful that we're going to see justice. But if President Trump fires Christopher Wray today, then, you know, that's the only thing getting in the way of justice right now, because Barr and Durham are certainly in the right spots. But Christopher Wray is protecting his deep state buddies in Robert Mueller and, of course, James Comey. We have got Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, and uh, he is great. Um, I, I we had a lot of fun yesterday with Josh and uh, his green screen. It was an impromptu. We can't uh, use it though. I'm interview. a floating head. You're a literally. floating head. So yeah, <laughs> that one, that one didn't work, unfortunately. Well, cool. we, we were you just know, having fun. You put me fun. in the jungle. You put me in outer space. You put me in Occupy Wall Street. You had all these great backgrounds, but. You can't. I can't use it because I'm. Li- I'm literally a floating, floating head. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> so, uh, so John, what, what do you make of what Josh is saying about uh, Flynn and everything? I agree. I mean, um, yeah, I'm kind of bad. I listen to Hannity a lot, but he's been calling for that forever. And I mean, there was nothing there. It was basically a perjury trap that they tried to set. And you take a 33-year veteran who served this country honorably and you treat him like that, I think, you know, Comey and all those other guys are pieces of crap and should all go to jail for that. Every one of them. You bankrupt the poor man by threatening to go after his son who just had a kid, you know, was just getting out on his own and starting to spread his wings. It just shows you because, I mean, nobody that was, you know, prosecuted under the whole thing with the Russia hooks was given the ex- any type of, you know, kind of um, courtesy like they did, you know, poor, you know, destitute Miss Hillary who openly, you know, flaunted and went around the rules by destroying all the, all their blackberries, bleach bidding her, you know, hard drive on her personal computer I mean, that's all obstruction right there. I mean, that's open and shut. And I mean, I'm not a lawyer. It just really ticked me off. I'm glad they finally, finally came to their senses and dropped the charges against a great man like, you know, General Flynn. It is a uh, heck of a deal today. We've got Josh Bernstein joining us here on our broadcast. And uh, so, Josh, uh, with with all this uh, late-breaking news uh, there's been a lot of things that got uh, that got buried on this uh, on this story today with the uh, with the Flynn situation. Uh, there's been that they they might get rid of the coronavirus tax force. They might keep them. What do you make of this? <laughs> well, look, the quicker they can get rid of it, the better. You know, um, I just got word from a couple of people uh, in particular that said that YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter are now cracking down on videos that use the word V-A-C-C-I-N-E, okay? So from now on, I'm using the word treatments instead of that word. Uh, And many of this, uh, where this is coming from, is from the female doctor, uh, J.M. I'll use her initials if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And the movie that has been taken down probably hundreds of times by YouTube that really exposes Dr. Falsey and uh, everything that he did behind the scenes. Well, one thing, if you haven't seen that movie, um, there's one part in that movie that really struck me when that female doctor said that we should repeal the Bay-Dole Act. So obviously when I heard that, my ears perked up and I said, gee, what's this all about? (laughs) And I did some research on it. And... uh, let me tell you, it's some pretty frightening stuff. What this is, uh, is the Patent and Trademark Law Amendments Act. It was signed into law back in December of 1980. It allows the federal government to obtain march-in rights to any new patent or invention that has been federally funded. So, in other words, the federal government can march in on any research funded by the government. So a pharmaceutical company, for instance, that gets funding by the federal government or a university's research center that gets funded by the federal government, they can go in there if they find a, a cure for something, they can go in there and take it away from the inventor of that patent. And according to U.S. Code 
35 section 200 under policy and objective those entities may be required by law to relinquish those rights wow. to the federal government moreover even if the invention or patent is not funded by the federal government in what the federal government would then decide is a national emergency the US government can still use the patent without permission to procure <laughs> the patented smokes. goods under US code 281498 and here's the kicker and get this under the same code US code 281498 under section A if the inventor of that patent or the holder of it decides to sue the federal government for using that patent or invention without getting permission or compensation it is highly likely that in any legal proceeding the government would win that case because all they have to do is say that it was necessary to relinquish it for the common good of the american people holy now, smokes let's recap this whole entire thing okay here it is in a nutshell okay the man who is in charge of fighting the virus yes owns hundreds of patents by the way 12 patents alone just on hiv and aids has worked for the federal government since at least 1984 has overseen every single major health crisis in the last 40 years and his agency funds most university research centers and many pharmaceutical companies and because of all of that and on any and all wow. new treatments <laughs> might drop <laughs> boom holy shit <laughs> john what, what do you make about all this brother <laughs> take, take your mouth john. i actually seen the, um, the little youtube video that was going around i seen that a little bit this morning did get a see all of it because i was having problems with my internet but he's exactly right i mean they sit there they waited they tried to get the uh, lady doctor to hand over all the stuff and she was waiting for her boss the gentleman mr bernstein was talking about to come back with the aids that had the isolated the aids hiv and um once he got back they told him oh we're taking it and then they gave it to the other guy Basically, just kind of like, here, go ahead. And they kind of basically screwed them. Then they made her. So they they basically had her. Um, oh, God, what's the word I'm trying to think of? They basically had, had her in jail for no charges, no nothing, and held her there. Wow. And it's been like five years, and now she's trying to write a book. But it's coming through kind of putting Fauci in extremely bad light. Hell of a deal. Well, Josh, before we let you go, my friend. Uh, well, two things before we let you go, because I want to get I want to get your want to get your plug in there before before we go to our uh, before we go to our next guest. Uh, I want to get two things done with Mr. Josh. Um, we had uh, besides all this shenanigans today with uh, Flynn and all the other stuff. Um, a good friend of this radio show, and I know a good friend of yours, Mr. Barry Farber, passed away. Um. Oh, oh you didn't? Did you not know this? I did not. <laughs> I thought know. you heard no, this. <laughs> I just spoke to. Oh. Yeah, this happened this morning, and I was standing in the kitchen looking at uh, looking at Drudge Report, and this popped up, and I'm like, "This is bullshit," because I just emailed with him like a week ago. <laughs> And he was on our elect. He was on our election coverage every year. And uh, last year he was on, uh, or the last time we had the the election, uh, he was <laughs> he he was on the night they reelected Obama. And it was on the night they got Trump, and uh, he was happy about the Trump thing and very angry about the Obama. And I remember him saying to me and. Uh, Catolo and everybody, and even John, because John was with us on that last oh, yeah. uh, election coverage. He's like, I'm so happy to be on. You've redeemed <laughs> from that Obama thing. I am so happy to be here for the Trump thing. Uh, he was a talk radio icon. Uh, he was a friend of this show. He was a friend of yours. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you make about all this, my man? Well, um, 
normally I'm the one that breaks the news. Yes. So, um, <laughs> well, I apologize because I thought you're you're so connected. I figured you knew about this before anybody. You know, he's been he's been like a like a second grandfather to me. Yeah. To be quite honest, um, I've known him. I've known him for years. Um, I recently just lost Dan Weber from AMAC yeah. uh, as well. And, uh, you know, I was close to both of them. And Barry was a legend. And uh, this week I'm absolutely going to have to do an entire show dedicated to him and his memory. Yeah. Um, I'm going to obviously call his, his wife and his family when we're done. Yeah, and talk to them, but um, yeah, he was a legend. Uh, he was a sweet, sweet man, and um, I learned a lot from him. You know, yes. I've done his show. I don't know, north of four hundred times, oh, probably, yeah. easily. Uh, and it's sad to know that I won't be able to, won't be able to do it again. And you know, one of the things that we used to say to each other at the end of every show was to be continued. Honestly, yeah. To be continued, not not goodbye. To be continued, and uh, whew, wow, um, yeah, it's it is it is a uh, you know this the, the, this this has been a hell of a deal the la- last couple weeks. But uh, before we let you go, my friend, let's talk about AMAC. Uh, you're an official spokesperson for them. Yeah. Uh, tell me about some of the great things they're doing, my man. AMAC is uh, is fighting uh, the good fight, fighting against Medicare for All, fighting against um, creeping Obamacare, things like that. They are righting the wrongs from big government, and they are the conservative alternative to uh, AARP. So. If folks want to learn more about them, they can go to amac.us or they can call toll.
up like burgers, eh? We go off like burners, eh? Back it up, yeah, work em cake. I put in all work it takes. Working nights, working days. I got slapped, I turn and face the other way, the other cheek. But I give the energy they give. I lead them, I'm not with the sheep. I'm with the cheese, we rollin' deep. Get the cheese in the bowl and feel the breeze. Bless the beat, yeah, they call the breeze. They talk the most, I talk the least. They make the least, I get the fees, I buy the least. We overseas. I shine so bright they notice me Hear them flames you know it's me Yo none of them is cool as me Old school, bad bitch And some Jodeci You mess with me You can go to sleep I go in, I roll my sleep Sleeping on me all the sleep I'm Freddy Krueger in your dreams Got my shooters on the scene This that music for the street It's the sound of my heart when it beats Give my fam anything they need Don't believe everything you read Yeah we thug, yeah we beat I was lost Now I'm found I'm reclaiming my crown Get my king on Get my shine, get my shine Get my bling on Yo they think that I will stop I don't think so I was lost Now I'm found I'm reclaiming my crown Get my king on Get my shine, get my shine Get my bling on Yo they think that I will stop I don't think so Incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. Join Big Canna World on Indiegogo to help build a non-profit cannabis adventure park. With a focus on education and medical research, feel free to modify this and check out BigCannaWorld.com. Check it out today at Indiegogo.com. It's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search Big Canna World. It's coming soon. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Go give them some of your hard-earned money today. Best thing I ever had, you know you're the best thing I ever had. That's why I wanna marry you. You make me a better man. You make me a better man. So look no further. Cause I'm your man. You said you're too old for me to create a family. Who cares with your parents and mine? We're family, so there. You say you hate shaving your legs and having no bath. Who cares? I hate combing my hair, not brushing my teeth. You said that we deserve each other. They're right, it's chemistry. You said that all men cheat. But if I cheated on you, I must be high I won't even remember That three minutes garden tool Cause I'll have a full cherishing memory with you You know you're the best thing I ever had You know you're the best thing I ever had That's why I wanna marry you You make me a better man Make me a better man So look no further Cause I'm your man Cause I'm your man You know you're the 
best thing I ever had You know you're the best thing I ever had That's why I want to marry you You make me a better man You make me a better man So look no further Cause I'm your man You know you're the best thing I ever had Oh, you're the best thing I ever had. Why I want to marry you? You make me a better man. Incredible new marketing programs today at Transmedia Worldwide. We've got some brand new music we're going to play for you here in just a few moments. Big Hooks and Remo the Hitmaker, right with you. It's produced by Remo the Hitmaker. The video was out on YouTube. You can stream this song on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, and DSP platform. Follow these talented and creative artists, Big Hooks and Remo, on Instagram at Big Hooks with a Z. And also, I know Remo, R-E-M-O. Or you can find them on Facebook at Big Hooks with a Z. And I know Remo and Twitter all the same. Right now, it's right with you, and it's here on our world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Uh, 888-262-2006 um, and um, you know you can get a free membership sorry I, I'm no 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 I'm just no you're good right now, you're so. good I uh, I I feel horrible now that I did that on the air I thought you yeah. already knew about um, this so 
I, I didn't know. But uh, but Barry uh, Barry will be missed, and uh, he was uh, hey, pun. He was great. Pun. CRN, all that. Barry Farber died this morning. But uh, we're gonna let you go, Josh, and let 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 you get to your other interviews and everything. And uh, I will talk to you soon. I appreciate it, brother. All right, guys. Thank you, man. There he goes, uh, Josh Bernstein. Wow, uh, great way for me to feel horrible. <laughs> Jesus, uh, that has never happened. Uh, hmm. Okay. Well, I feel like a dick. Uh, we are gonna take a break. <laughs> And when we come back, we have got more uh, on the other side. We have got <laughs> we've got a great guest coming up. <laughs> We're going to take a 60-second timeout. Be back with more on our big broadcast. Guy, uh, he apparently is a uh, Skype specialist at this point. We have uh, we have. <laughs> Hi, John. How you doing today? How you doing, Doctor Patch? Great, great. So, uh, I'm glad uh, you know. Go ahead, G. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I, I, I don't mean to step on you. Go, brother. You're, you're, you're the gas. Talk. <laughs> well, you know what? John uh, mentioned last week that uh, he, he liked to talk about the Civil War and World War II, so I thought maybe we would have a discussion on uh, uh, a certain person from the Civil War. How does that sound? That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, I'm good a, with that. AK Patch with us today. Alan is joining us here on our broadcast, and... Uh, uh, akpatchauthor.com if you want to get more information on Alan's books uh, they are phenomenal he's got a, uh, a trilogy of great books and uh, Alan joins us today here on the old skype so uh, what do you have for us today Mr. Patch well I, I want to talk about who they consider might have been the last casualty of the Civil War okay and this is a famous <laughs> this is a famous uh, figure from from uh, the Civil War, and as someone we, we know about, um, and it's very interesting because he's from the state of Maine, his name is Joshua Chamberlain, kind of a famous wow. character because of the stand of uh, the, the 20th Maine Regiment uh, at the uh, Battle of Gettysburg on Little Round Top. Uh, now, Little Round Top is ground that I've walked a couple of times. I went to visit that battle site, oh, I don't know, anyway, a couple times over the years. And, uh, you know, it's one of those th interesting things when you when you walk that kind of hallowed ground. I had a similar experience when I was doing research for these uh, three novels and I went to Greece and and walked the ground at Thermopylae Pass, which is where the 300 Spartans uh, made their stand. And it's just such a different thing to walk that ground. You kind of get this sort of reverence. But you, you also, you know, as an author, I'm looking at it differently because I'm, I'm walking the ground. I'm, I'm, I'm there with an author's five senses, just trying to take it all in. So in the hope that I can get that down on paper at some point, uh, you know, to give the readers something interesting to read. But uh, anyway, Joshua Chamberlain, uh, he's from the state of Maine. He was a professor at Bowdoin College in Maine. Uh, amazing thing, you know, he spoke nine languages and taught rhetoric. So it's just kind wow. of interesting about the history of these people before they get into a war of which made them famous. Now, you know, he's in the Union Army and he's on the way to Gettysburg. But, you know, a lot, back in those days, a lot of guys were sick. You know, you have diseases running through these camps. And uh, they said they had dysentery and malaria and, and his troops had it, too. And uh, but it might have been typhoid fever. So even before the Battle of Gettysburg, the guy's sick in his regiment. All the guys are sick because it's kind of interesting <laughs> to get some of this background before these guys even get into the fighting. That is uh that is pretty amazing. Uh you have you have dug up some uh some amazing things today. We've got uh, Alan K Patch with us today. akpatchauthor.com is the official website. Check it out today. Uh Dr. Patch's books are available over there. So uh any more details on this? This is pretty damn exciting, my friend. Well, uh here's the thing, you know, after the Battle of Gettysburg, which he's famous for the defense of Little Round Top and the Maine was able to hold um that uh sort of uh you know the far end of the Union line, which was shaped sort of like a fish hook. Anyway, he's he, he recovers from his wounds and he 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 fights in the battle in Petersburg, Virginia in eighteen sixty four. And this is the thing, he gets shot. And, and when he gets shot, he gets shot by a mini ball, which is, you know, sort of like the cartridge they started using 
starting in the Crimean War, but also in the Civil War. And the shell is meant to is to meant to distort, so it does the maximum amount of damage when when somebody gets wounded by by one of these balls. I think they're like fifty four caliber. Not really. I'm not hundred percent sure of the caliber. But anyway, he gets shot, and it goes up through his hip, and it goes into his internal organs and and uh, damages his bladder and his urethra and and settles on the other side of his hip. So he's got this massive battlefield wound. And and as we know back then, gut wounds, you know, 90% of guys with gut wounds are going to die. And so yes. they, he lays in the field for, for like uh, two hours. You know, he, he's trying to stand up after he shot on his sword or something or flagpole. And he's, you know, trying to still lead his troops. And finally he collapses. They finally get him back to, uh, you know, the medical, uh, you know, the surgical site, uh, afterwards and uh they decide to do surgery for him now think about this this is this is back in 1864 they have you know they have no sterile technique they have no antibiotics they probably don't even wash their hands all the all the instruments are filthy and here they are they're going to go exploring in the guy's guts okay down in that area which is you know going to be difficult to work in anyway and they're going to try to find the bullet and so they do surgery on him um, but before they start, they start using chloroform. Now, chloroform and ether started to be used, uh, you know, for battlefield surgery back in those days. Um, but, you know, they like chloroform better because it wasn't as flammable. But still, you know, it's not like you have the modern anesthesiologists, you know, monitoring your, your, uh, your, um, Oh, yeah, you your, know, your life all, signs, everything. Yeah, all, all the different things that uh, make you survive it. So so every 15 minutes, they have to take him off of the chloroform to basically clear it out of his lungs. Hell of a so deal. they're like waking him up, and he's in the middle of surgery. He's all opened up. He's probably in horrible pain. And I, I think it takes like three hours, actually, to get through the surgery. And uh, they try to tie up, you know, some of the organs, you know, his bladder, uh as I said, has been uh, injured and uh, his urethra. So, so in order for him to pee or you know pass urine, they they put a metal tube, a catheter in him, and uh, the urine's kind of leaking out of him. They're going, you know, this guy's going to die. There's no way he's going to make it. In fact, they they tell General Grant that he's been injured, and Grant gives him a brigadier general promotion. Uh, you know, basically on the spot because they think he's going to die. It's kind of like a deathbed promotion. Anyway, uh, they get through with this surgery, and they, they still feel, hey, he doesn't have much of a chance. But amazingly enough, he survives it all. It's kind of amazing to think about. He survives it. It's kind of like an innovative, it must have been, you know, a surgery, one-of-a-kind surgery that they would do this, and that he survived. They finally put him on a cot. They transport him, you know, another 16 miles. They put him on a ship. He, I think he goes to uh, Bethesda and then to a philadelphia hospital where he they do additional surgeries on him and then he starts to recover it's kind of like a miracle i mean think about what this guy went through oh yeah especially at that time yeah you just can't imagine uh battlefield wounds um you know with the infections and we can talk another uh, another show maybe as we get to world war ii because i know you like to talk about that john um and we can talk about some aspects of that also uh, in the changes that came about in medicine from the Crimean War, uh, which, first of all, was where Florence Nightingale uh, established nursing, nursing, um, you know, all, all of the um, she she. Well, that's another story. But anyway, she, she's responsible <laughs> yes. for a lot of the Crimean soldiers surviving battle wounds because she instituted hygiene techniques in the wards, you know, after surgery. Anyway. That's that's uh, for another day. <laughs> we have got uh, Alan K. Patch with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, uh, akpatchauthor.com, for more information. He has been doing all sorts of different things uh, with history. He is a student of history. And uh, me and John are uh, chatting with him today here on our program. Uh, John, well, what do you make of all this that, uh, that Dr. Patch is chatting with us about today? Oh, I love it. I mean, it's kind of good. My thing is, I got an idea for maybe a possible book for you. Um, you ever thought of, since you're going through that part and we were talking about here about the Civil War, you ever thought of like maybe trying to come up with a um, series of what would have happened if Lincoln had never been shot and killed? 
how much different the world could be? Uh, you know, I, I, I know what you're talking about, the alternative history books. I've never yeah. thought of writing them, but I, I definitely think about it because... Yeah, like a divergent it, timeline kind of thing, you know. You could do the same thing with Kennedy almost. Oh, Just, Kennedy, or you could go back in other periods too that, uh, you know, you find interest. I'll, I'll tell you one thing about that is... Back in the 80s, you know, when computers were just getting going, they used to have what's called, what was called a military simulator sort of computer war game. And I used to play that, and they, they only had two battles in it. One was Waterloo, and the other was Gettysburg. Um, but at Gettysburg, they allowed you to change divisions. So what I did was I put back Stonewall Jackson as if he hadn't gotten killed uh, like a couple months before the Battle of Gettysburg, put his division into the battle, and I won the battle. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, yeah, alternative history, right? But uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure that might be interest sometimes to go back and say, what if? um, You know, what if... uh, what if Hitler had decided to release the Panzers at Dunkirk and and crush the British expeditionary force on the beaches? Um, that's well, just you know, I, if you go to the World War II range, I can't remember if I'm saying it right, but um, if it was the Zimmerman note or something, but if Hitler had never done um, tried to get Mexico basically to like turn on the U.S., we would have never got into the Atlantic Theater as a participant per se. We still would have had the Lend Lease, you know help the British and everybody over there, but that would be a good thing for Hitler, too. I mean, because if he hadn't done that, everybody may be speaking German eating Wiener schnitzel today instead. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's kind of interesting how actually World War II um, worked out. The, the Zimmerman note you're talking about was uh, was involved um, with Mexico in World War One, but in World War II, uh, you know, we declared war in Japan, right? but we didn't declare war on Germany at the same time, which is kind of a something to think about. You know, we didn't go to war with Germany until Hitler declared war on us. It's kind of, it's kind of an interesting thing that happened there. So we could have essentially just been with war with Japan um, and never got involved in the European theater. Um, Maybe one way or another, we would have anyway, but you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it's interesting to think about what if all the what ifs uh, there's so many, well, check out akpatchauthor.com. That's akpatchauthor.com. And uh, Alan's got his great books over there. Uh, you're working on some other books. Uh, talk to us a little bit about these. Yeah, um, I am. Uh, I just want to make one more point about yes. uh, Chamberlain before we get off of his subject. Uh, you know, he was wounded a number of times. He recovered from all that, went back into service again, got wounded another couple of times. Eventually, he is given um, the honor by uh, Grant to receive um, the Confederate surrender of arms at Appomattox. It's kind of interesting um, how that worked out. So General Gordon surrendered when when they had all the Confederate troops lay down their arms. He was the one who received that. So that was a great honor. Anyway, you know, he he became, uh, you know, a governor for a number of terms and all these other achievements. But that fistula, that that leaking sort of wound that he had down in his groin, never went away. He had that wow. till he died in 1914. Can you imagine the pain and the, you know, all the uh, other problems that we would he would have had urinating and everything else um, throughout his life, and yet he endured all that. I, I just I just found I just find it almost beyond belief that the guy was able to survive. Anyway. That's enough, uh, you know, he, he's just quite a hero, and I learned a lot about him, you know, and just in kind of, in, uh, you know, looking this up. Well, uh, I'll tell you, that this has definitely been a, uh, a heck of a deal today. Uh, I've learned a heck of a lot, my friend, as always, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you, Patch. Okay, Jiggy, yeah, any, any of your listeners want to get involved in my series, all i got to do is go to Amazon. And uh, just look up Passage of Delphi. There's uh, my time travel trilogy. That's out. I will have another book coming out, which is uh, going to be in a couple months, and that's going to be a paranormal uh, mystery. Awesome. Starts at the Battle of Waterloo. So uh, we can talk about that more next time. Definitely, nice. definitely. I, uh, I I appreciate it, my friend, and we will uh, we'll talk to you next week, and I'll talk to you here in a few seconds, John. Appreciate it. And uh, there goes Alan K. Patch Ooh. and Mr. John Mosier. We are going to take a... Uh, Brief timeout, and when we come back, 
as the radio industry likes to say, unfortunately, we have more. We have more on the other side.
incredible new marketing partners today at Transmedia Worldwide. We've got some brand new music we're going to play for you here in just a few moments. Big Hooks and Remo the Hitmaker, right with you. It's produced by Remo the Hitmaker. The video was out on YouTube. You can stream this song on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, and DSP platform. Follow these talented and creative artists, Big Hooks and Remo, on Instagram at Big Hooks with a Z. And also, I know Remo, R-E-M-O. Or you can find them on Facebook at Big Hooks with a Z. And I know Remo and Twitter, all the same. Right now, it's right with you, and it's here on our world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. Join Big Canna World on Indiegogo to help build a non-profit cannabis adventure park. With a focus on education and medical research, feel free to modify this and check out BigCannaWorld.com. Check it out today at Indiegogo.com. It's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search Big Canna World. It's coming soon. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Go give them some of your hard-earned money today. You know you're the best thing I ever had. You know you're the best thing I ever had. That's why I want to marry you. You make me a better man. Make me a better man So look no further 
Cause I'm your man You said you're too old for me To create a family Who cares with your parents and mine We're family So there You say you hate shaving your legs And having no bath Who cares I hate combing my hair not brushing my teeth. He said that we deserve each other. They're right, it's chemistry. You said that all men cheat, but if I cheated on you, I must be high. I won't even remember that three minutes garden tool. Cause I'll have a full cherishing memory with you. You know you're the best thing I ever had You know you're the best thing I ever had That's why I wanna marry you You make me a better man You make me a better man So look no further Cause I'm your man Cause I'm your man You know you're the best thing I ever had you know you're the best thing I ever had That's why I want to marry you You make me a better man You make me a better man So look no further Cause I'm your man You know you're the best thing I ever had You know you're the best thing I ever had why I